You're listening to Unveiling the Magic Podcast, where newcomers and seasoned Potterheads are all welcome. Hello, and welcome back to Unveiling the Magic. My name is Laura. I'm Joni. And I'm Priscilla. And we start a new book. Oh my gosh, season three. Did we ever think we would get here? No, I don't know. I didn't. I was just like, <laughs> let's, we didn't let's think get this through one. <laughs> I was writing my notes and I was like, I can't believe I'm writing for episode 23. Mm-hmm. We've recorded 23 times. We've yeah. talked to each other like 23 times about Harry Potter. About Harry Potter. And about a lot of other things, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're on Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm actually really excited. I've heard really good things about this book. Yes. So it's so good. Yes, I think it's a favorite. It's, for I mean, a lot it's of the people. thickest one so far. <laughs> yes. That's that's not that I've got. A lot. I know <laughs> that I've gone that I have actually. This is the I don't have the fourth one yet. This is the, the oh. last one I have. This one is actually a gift. Shout out to Amanda. Thank Bias. you. Yeah. Okay, so in this episode, we find out that the Dursleys are expecting a guest. Her name is Aunt Marge, and Harry has to be on his best behavior in order to get what he wants. But does this happen? Hmm. Hmm. Who knows? (laughs) We do. You said Aunt Marge. I was like, hmm, Aunt Marge or uh, the devil himself? Oh, no. (laughs) She is evil. She's pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, how I was are like, we? oh, didn't. So it's fine. I didn't think it could get worse than the Dursleys. Honestly, oh. I didn't think it could. Sorry, Joni. You can ask us how we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> so how are we doing? We are good, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yes. It's uh well, other than I told you guys, my car is having issues, or oh, one of our yeah. cars is having issues. Uh, I don't know. The engine light is on. It was it ran smoothly after I decided not to go to work. Mm-hmm. That's when it started running smoothly again. But um, we're going to take it to the shop this week. So that's really like the main thing going on in my life. Fun stuff. Oh, painting a lot. Oh, yeah. The so house. we painted it downstairs. Um, and then today we painted one of the upstairs bedrooms. Um it's a crazy how much paint can just change how something looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the house was looking rough. Um, but so we're excited to be all done with that. And hopefully by the end of this month, the house will be on the market and we can sell it. Yay. Good luck. So, yeah. It's kind of what's up with me. What about you guys? I'm thinking. Oh. Rox sneezes your bed. We heard. Yeah, <laughs> that's really <laughs> new for me. I found out about 10 minutes ago that Roxas is toddler bed is now bent so <laughs> i now need to go bed shopping um i gotta go to ikea um but besides that not a lot has been going on around here i've been playing a lot of runescape runescape of, yeah anybody who knows what that game is i pretty sure nobody listening to this does um <laughs> why it's just it's a really old game that not a lot of people still play but oh what kind of game is it like what is it's like 
it's just really grindy. You just kind of level things. Oh, okay. It, it's it's like a like a lot of people played it when like Kurt and I were like in middle school. It was like oh, the wow. big game then. And then Kurt's been consistently playing forever, like on and off. And then I've been playing with him since we were dating on and off. So we've been just playing that. It's double XP weekend. So we've just been doing that. It's real boring. I've been Fun. doing that in my cross stitch. <laughs> well, that reminded me. I, myself and Phil, my husband, have been playing a lot of Pokemon Unite. Like, <laughs> A lot. I have never been so obsessed with the game that I don't sleep or eat. Oh my like, gosh. Like I forego eating <laughs> or sleeping to level up in ranked matches. Like I oh I can't gosh. I don't know who I am. I, I don't to, know who I am. I need to get on that. It's it's so fun and it's like <laughs> yesterday my hands were getting sweaty oh on gosh. the controller and I'm like, my hands are sweaty and feels like you know, that's why we call it sweaty games, right? And I'm like, really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, sweaty matches because your hands get, your palms get sweaty. I'm like, wow, I can now use the term sweaty matches. <laughs> but it's I've been never really fun. i of that term, but I don't mm. play sweaty games. So that's- <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've seen people like, they'll be like, oh, how was your game? Or how was Call of Duty or Apex? You know, the first yeah. person shooters or whatever. Or even like, league which is very similar to pokemon unite a lot of people related to it they'll be like oh they were sweaty games or sweaty matches and i'm like what is what does that mean i don't know but that's what that means you yeah, it's so yeah. intense that you're like with your controller yeah. um shout out to my husband who is the ultimate rager when it comes to the times <laughs> again i i get scared i'm like <laughs> okay you need to relax just everyone just take a deep breath those <laughs> ranked games oh I my gosh swear. Um, so Kurt plays League, which is a more complicated version of Pokemon Unite. Um, and he's been playing that forever too. But when he does, so he has this goal of making gold rank every year or every season Mm. or whatever. And when he does ranked games, like, it's just, it's, it's another (laughs) level of just anxiety and you feel it in the entire house and you're just like, you're just like. You're playing ranked, right? So so I need to be quiet, right? <laughs> you <laughs> oh, need dang. all concentration on this game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yesterday, Phil was like, he got upset with me. I was like, listen. You need and then we ended up winning by like 40 points. Oh and gosh. so I got up. and I'm like, I'm done with this game. We're about <laughs> to get in an argument. I'm done. I got up and walked out. And then I was like, it was not my, I don't remember what it was, but he was like, I told you to use the jump pad and you just walk there. And I was like. And then we the victory screen came up, and I'm like, well, we won, and I'm done with this game. And I like, even though I wanted to keep playing, but I had to make, you know, a statement there. Anyways, great game, Pokemon Unite. (laughs) That's exactly why I don't play games like that. It's too much pressure. (laughs) It is pressure. Uh, Me. I don't know. I'm still playing Breath of the Wild. I haven't played it in a few days, but I am on my way. I think might have said this last time but i kind of reverted back and did some side quest but i'm still on my way to the first divine beast That's what nice the, yeah and so i have to go across this bridge and i don't know so when i found out i had to do all that um i went back to a village to stock up on like arrows and stuff so next time i play it i will be crossing the bridge 
and doing whatever whatever happens next. <laughs> and then I'm almost, Joni, I'm almost done with Order of the Phoenix. It's just a long last chapter. <laughs> it is. But you got through the part. <laughs> I did. And it, that okay. that chapter isn't even the it's the next chapter that's kind of like yeah i don't like when you guys talk like this i don't (laughs) yes i don't appreciate it i'm sorry difficult but i'm almost done with order and i started prisoner so i'm reading that too all right speaking of prisoner yes where did we leave off Joni? where did we leave off well i guess nowhere because we're just starting but yeah i guess yeah, I put, <laughs> Harry, Ron, and Hermione barely survived their second year at Hogwarts and somehow are looking forward to returning. Of course Harry's looking forward somehow to Somehow are looking forward. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. like, I wouldn't want to. You're like, no, this is too much for you. I'm moving on. Like, I've almost died twice. Like, maybe I shouldn't go again. Harry would will. rather go through that than sit through another dinner with Aunt Marge. Okay, well, Ron yeah. and Hermione don't have that's that true. excuse. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. No. Okay. So, we open up the book with Harry under the covers, quietly getting his summer work done while the Dursleys sleep. One small difference from last summer is, thankfully, Hedwig is not locked up all summer long. She can finally go out and hunt for mice and whatever owls do at night. <laughs> that was nice that this time she was able to do that. I know. they. It said like she was just making too much noise. So finally the Dursleys agreed. Um, other than that, it's been the same old miserable summer for Harry. And it's been five weeks again since anything since he's heard anything from his friends from school. I think we left off last book episode saying that hopefully Harry was going to hear from his friends this summer. Yeah. But it's been five weeks and nothing but a bad phone call. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I said, uh, but we do get an answer on how Ron's phone call went to Harry. So I think one of us asked, like, how is that going to go? And it went badly. (laughs) It did. It was a week into summer vacation when Ron attempted to use a telephone for the first time. And Ron was shouting the whole time to Uncle Vernon, who unfortunately answered the phone. And he goes, I am a friend of Harry's (laughs) from school. Yeah, that upset Uncle Vernon just a little bit. So we meet Harry once again in the early morning of his birthday. And when Harry closes his schoolwork, he walks to the window to just, like, think about things, I guess. And Harry sees something strange flying toward him. Harry moves away from the open window as he saw two owls carrying a third owl. Then they come through the window and plop onto his bed. It turns out it was Hedwig and a Hogwarts owl carrying Errol, Ron's family owl, who seemed to be unconscious. But don't worry, Errol turns out to be okay. He flies to Hedwig's cage to get some water. Errol, I think it's time to retire. I really yes. do. Poor guy. Did Joni, did you send me a TikTok of the, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hedwig? This girl was playing oh. Hedwig and her friend was playing Errol. 
Oh my yeah. gosh, I want to see that. Yes. I can't send it to you because there's uh, oh, oh, is... book spoilers. Oh my god. That's why I, I was about to say, it. why did you just not send it to me? Yeah. Why was it not in the group text? It's pretty funny, but it's pretty much just like, I can't even remember. Was he practically dying? It's I, it's I, like they're they're chatting in the owlery at um, Hogwarts. Yeah, Hedwig and like the other owls are chatting and like they're just like, are you okay? Something like that. I don't remember. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Errol's okay. He just needed some water. He was a little tired from the long trip. Harry opens his first package and letter, which included a newspaper clipping. This was from Ron. This was Harry's first birthday package and card. The newspaper clipping had a picture of the whole Weasley family, including Ron's pet rat, Scabbers, in Egypt. The Scabbers. Cl- <laughs> Scabbers. The clipping explains that Mr. Weasley won an annual Daily Profit Grand Prize Galleon draw. So the Weasleys took a vacation to Egypt to visit Ron's oldest brother, Bill, who works as a curse breaker for Gringotts Bank. And I looked up to see if there would be like a job description for a curse breaker on the lexicon. There wasn't much. Um, It just says, a team of adventurous bankers from Gringotts who go out into the world breaking the protective charms and curses on old forgotten wizarding treasures, treasure troves. Um, So anyways, that's what Bill does. Mm. Ron wished Harry a happy birthday and apologized for the phone call. He tells Harry a little bit about his trip so far and that his dad won 700 galleons. So most of it went toward the trip. But great news, Ron will be getting a new wand for the school year with the winning, um, yeah, with the galleons. So yay. Ron will not harm himself or anyone else this year. Ron tells Harry when the Weasleys will be back and in London to shop for school. Hopefully Harry will be able to join. Then Ron's parting words to Harry in his letter. Don't let the muggles get you down. And also, P.S., Percy's head boy. I was excited when I read this um, because now I know where that Back saying quote. comes from. Yes. Yay. I know every time Achievement I... Achievement unlocked. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? That's what it feels like for real. <laughs> like, that's familiar. Yeah. Now the other one, there's quite a few, actually. We'll get there when I notice them. Yeah. But it's exciting because I'm like, oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Ron's present it present to Harry is a pocket sneakoscope, which is a device to tell you when someone untrustworthy is around. And Bill said it was just a cheap tourist toy, but Ron thinks it may work because it was lighting up when Fred and George put beetles in Bill's soup. <laughs> Gosh. So. Delicious. Next letter was from Hermione. She heard about the phone call and hopes that Harry is doing okay. Hermione is on holiday in France, and as usual, she is learning so much, her homework will be two rolls of parchment longer than the actual assignment called for. She wishes him a happy birthday and hopes to see him in London as well. Do you think her teachers kind of get annoyed that she writes so much or does so much more? (laughs) Probably some of the times. Yeah, like, like you're doing too much, Hermione. Like, yeah. gosh, how much more work for them to grade or something? Yeah, like, it's like now I have to spend 
an extra hour reading this when I have a whole bunch more that I have to create. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if by now they're like, okay, we're going to do uh, Miss Granger's one separate day. Like she gets one whole day so that they like, you know, yeah, have enough time. I'll just be like, oh, up to what you wrote and what I said, you did good. Don't need to read the rest. <laughs> I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> Uh, her gift, Harry liked a lot. A black case with silver words stamped on it saying broomstick servicing kit. It included handle polish, clippers, a brass compass, and a handbook of do-it-yourself broom care. Uh, the last package is from Hagrid. Mm, Hagrid. But the parcel gave a strange quiver. And something inside it snapped loudly like it had jaws. Oh, boy. Oh, Hagrid. I know. <laughs> Before I start my section, should I read into this uh, cover? Yeah, you because can. Because I feel like Ooh, yeah. last last time. Okay. Wow. I, this is the first time I've ever noticed the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, open it. Open it. Okay, and hold on. Mural. Actually, let me just take it out. Yeah. I was like, okay, he's, okay, he's on, like, oh, okay, so this is, like, some sort of, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> she's looking at. Is this at, the Forbidden Forest? She's looking at the cover. The cover, of, yeah, it's a regular thick one, not the uh, UK version that Joni reads, because it's very thin. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can show you the, the UK one. Oh, okay, that's similar. How does the back, does the back have anything on it? Mm. Oh, that's not on this one. A little bit of a hint. Is that a wolf? What is it? A werewolf? What? Ooh. Okay, there's a deer in this one. Oh, wait. It is here <laughs> at the very bottom. Okay. Yeah. There's some sort of, um, hmm, some sort of message there. They get into a fight or some sorts. Harry escapes with Ginny from somewhere again. Jeez. Is that Ginny? That is Ginny, yeah. Um, he saves her from something. Is this is this a phoenix again? No. Are you guys not going to answer? I have any more questions? Or you I just will not? say that's not a phoenix. No, not yeah. That isn't a phoenix. That's like some sort of bird slash something. Is that's like <laughs> the tail is weird. I just noticed it. What? What is be? that? What kind of creature is this? Is that like a a witch? Or wizard turned into creature? Hmm. Maybe. Oh my gosh, so many questions. <gasps> Wait, and then there's like a little mouse at the bottom. Oh, the oh, R is what? by Mary Grand Prix. Oh, wait, is this the prisoner? Because he has messy hair. Oh, maybe, yeah. Like, so what's on the back? Vernon again? likes to talk about. On the back, oh, and there's like oh, some okay. sort of hooded there's figure. Hood figures, an animal. Another animal. The tree. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like the forbidden forest, but maybe not. It could be part of Hogsmeade because they're allowed to go there now. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Just wanted to go over that because last time. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. Made sense why the phoenix was now on there. Okay. <laughs> I get Hagrid's gift. Yes. We'll see. I have to remember what I guessed on this, although I didn't really make a lot of guesses other than questions <laughs> about no, that was the good. cover um so let's see if any of it is right okay 
So Harry knew Hagrid wouldn't send him dangerous things on purpose. He always means well, right? Mm-hmm. Harry poked the package and it snapped loudly again. Harry grabbed a lamp and prepared to strike as he unwrapped the rest of the gift with the other hand. Out fell a book. The Monster Book of Monsters. <laughs> Very original name for this book. The book moved sideways against the bed and toppled off t- onto the floor where it hid under Harry's desk. So basically, this book has like a mind of its own. Yeah, that would scare me. Yeah. Harry got down and reached toward it, but it went for his hand again. He somehow managed to throw himself onto the book and grabbed it tightly in his arms. And once it stopped fighting him, he threw it onto his bed to read Hagrid's card. In the card, Hagrid said happy birthday and that Harry would find this book useful next year. But he said no more about it. A very ominous card indeed. Just yeah, annoying. Hagrid, what does because that I'm mean? like, why? Yeah. What do you mean? And he even said it on the, the card. He's like, that is all I'll tell you about that. <laughs> okay, thanks. He then noticed the last letter uh, he was to open, and that was from Hogwarts. In it, Professor McGonagall explained that the third years were permitted to visit the village of Hogsmeade on certain weekends. Attached was a permission slip they would need a parent or guardian to sign to allow them to go. How on earth would Harry get his aunt or uncle to sign this form? It was now 2 a.m. and time for bed. He'd worry about it in the morning. For once in his life, Harry went to bed glad that it was his birthday. I don't know what happened there. (laughs) I'm like, what is this? Did I like... I saw it approaching and I'm like... (laughs) Let's delete that. Um, that. For a minute there, I thought that maybe Roxas got to this, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you added those in bef- after Roxas went to bed. Yeah, I added in like right before I hopped on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Little hiccup there. So I wanted to point before we got distracted by the jumble of words that I typed mm-hmm. on accident. This was the first time Harry went to bed glad that it was his birthday. Yeah. Which things are looking a bit up for him a little bit you know 13 the next morning happens lucky 13 Mm. this is true the next morning harry went downstairs and as usual no one noticed him or said two words to him which he was used to by now he helped himself to some toast and noticed the news on tv which was a reporter talking about an escaped convict by the name of black uncle vernon found an opportunity to somehow relate this convict to harry which is no surprise to us always him and Aunt Petunia exchanged some, some words about the news, and Uncle Vernon decided it was time to go. He says, I'd be off in a minute, Petunia. Marge's train gets in at 10. Harry, who wasn't paying attention to much of anything going on around him, was all of a sudden brought back to Earth. Aunt Marge? She's not coming here, is she? Aunt Marge was Uncle Vernon's sister. She lived in the country in a house with a large garden where she bred bulldogs. She always bullied Harry, so he was not a fan. Mm. Marge will be here for a week, and while we're on the subject, we need to get a few things straight before I go and collect her. Oof. Let's get a few things straight with Harry. When I read that part where Harry goes, Aunt Marge, she's not coming here, is she? I was like, dang, Harry. But I, mean, I know, right? She is pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. but That was ballsy, though, of him to say that to <laughs> yeah. Uncle Vernon, you know? Firstly... You'll keep a civil tongue in your head when you're talking to Marge. All right, said Harry. If she does when she's talking to me. I like how Uncle Vernon just like kind of ignores him. Secondly, as Marge doesn't know anything about your abnormality, I don't want any, 
any funny stuff while she's here. You behave yourself. Got me? I will if she does, said Harry. And thirdly, we've told Marge you attend St. Brutus's Secure Center for Incurably Criminal Boys. Oh, that's what? I don't know. Why? That's out of all things to tell her. Yeah. What? Harry yelled. And you'll be sticking to that story, boy, or there will be trouble. Harry sat there, furious at what Uncle Vernon had just told him. Uncle Vernon asked if Dudley would like to go, to which the brat, the brat being Dudley, (laughs) said no, and off he went towards the door. In that moment, a thought occurred to Harry, and he went after his uncle. He told Vernon he wanted to ask him something. He explained how third years at his school were allowed to visit the village sometimes, but he would need a signed permission slip from his guardian. Uncle Vernon didn't see why he would do this for Harry until Harry threatens him to not be on his best behavior and forget the name of the school he's supposed to be attending. Vernon threatens to knock the stuffing out of Harry if he steps out of line, to which Harry grimly says, knocking the stuffing out of me won't make Aunt Marge forget what I could tell her. True. I know. Hmm. Harry's like standing up for himself. (laughs) But if you sign the permission form, I swear I'll remember where I'm supposed to go to school and act normal and everything. Uncle Vernon was not happy, but agreed to monitor Harry's behavior while Marge was there. And if he held up his end, then he would sign the permission form. And off he went, but not before making sure he slammed the door behind him. (laughs) Okay. You get fabulous Aunt Marge. Yes, I get the lovely stay with Aunt Marge. So, Harry went up to his room and decided that he should embrace the muggle lifestyle while Aunt Marge was around. He had anything that was associated with the ma- with his magical life, so basically everything, Yeah. in a pillowcase under a loose floorboard, and he told Hedwig to go ahead and stay with Errol at Ron's in the meantime, which she wasn't the happiest about. I know, I was so, she's mm-hmm. like, he's like, don't give me those eyes. I'm actually surprised that Hedwig would want to stay at the Dursleys. That's true. Yeah. I think she just likes Maybe she just didn't want... Yeah, Yeah, she's she's just that loyal to him. No. In no time, Uncle Vernon came home with Aunt Marge with him. Petunia yelled at at Harry to open the door and greet them, and Aunt Aunt Marge comes in with her beloved bulldog Ripper at her side. She's calling for her nephew Pooh Dudders. (laughs) And Dudley lets her give him a squeeze and a kiss on the cheek only because he knows that he would get a 20-pound note as a bribe. Is that what you're going to do to Roxas? Bribe him? (laughs) Only if he doesn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) So she will do it if necessary. Probably not with money, but with like something else that he likes. Yeah, Cheetos. Joni's like, no, I'd, I'd prefer you give him money. Salt and vinegar <laughs> chips. <laughs> oh, my God. Does he like salt and vinegar chips? Yeah, he does. Those he had good, lemonade actually. for the first time, and he just kept on, like, like squinting at me every time he took a sip. Aww. It was funny. But he kept on drinking it, so. And Joni was the same way. She would eat jalapenos and cry and then reach back into the jar and eat more. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. my dad used to buy the sliced jalapenos to put on, like, Everything. I don't know. He, yeah, he, yeah. he would eat it, like, a side. And Joni yeah, filled us up. Yeah. I mean, I like it, too. But, yeah, she would she just cried, and then she would reach back for more, stop crying, <laughs> and then it burned again, and then she'd cry again. 
And now I eat hot sauce with everything. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Harry was instructed to take her luggage into the guest room, which he was grateful for because any space between him between him and her was a relief. But when he returned, everyone else was enjoying tea, and Marge just looks at him and acknowledges him by just being surprised that he was still living with the Dursleys. She went on about how he should be grateful for them, because she would have sent him straight to an orphanage if she had been in in their shoes. And Harry just forced a smile and resisted the urge to say that he would prefer an orphanage over the Dursleys. Oh. Mm -hmm. Throughout Aunt March's day, Harry started to miss the life at the Dursleys without her. The Dursleys encouraged him to stay away from them, and he liked it that way. Because, you know, you just kind of live your life separately. Yeah. But Aunt Marge was set on keeping him under her eye. She made a point to judge his every move, as well as rub her affection for Dudley in his face by showering Dudley with gifts and showering Harry with glares. (laughs) At one lunch, Aunt Marge ended up on her favorite topic of conversation, Harry. Mainly insulting Harry, though. She reassures Vernon and Petunia that it wasn't their fault that Harry turned out the way he did. It was in his blood. While listening to this nonsense, Harry put all of his efforts into suppressing his anger by chanting to his head for about the permission slip. You see it all the time in breeding. If there's something wrong with the uh, mom, <laughs> censor, there is something wrong with the pup. <laughs> I know. I read that. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that's <laughs> what it means. I'm like, how am I supposed to? I don't know if I'm supposed if I can say that. So let's just <laughs> be safe. Yeah. Right when she finished her sentence, her wine glass exploded in her hand. Marge dismissed this as a product of her strength, but Vernon and Petunia were just looking at Harry. Whoopsies. She messed with the wrong person. Yeah. Harry excused himself. It had been a while since he lost control and caused something to explode. He not only feared getting his not getting his form signed, but also getting in trouble with the ministry. For the remainder of Marge's stay, any time Marge would talk about Harry, he would start quoting his handbook for do-it-yourself broom care, which seemed to have worked pretty well. He finally made it to the final evening of Marge's stay. (laughs) It was after dinner. Marge already had a fair amount of wine, but Vernon went ahead and offered a glass of brandy. Marge slipped right back into her rant about Harry's mom, saying that she was a bad egg in Petunia's family, and that the fact that she married Harry's father made it even worse. She started to ask Harry, ask about Harry's dad. Vernon said that she was that he was unemployed, and Marge began to call him a no-account, good-for-nothing, lazy scrounger who... He was not, Harry interrupted. Vernon immediately tried to end this impending altercation by offering more brandy <laughs> and telling Harry to leave. But Marge was, wasn't having any of it and ordered Harry to continue. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Don't talk about my dad. Big I yikes. know. No, Vernon hiccuped Aunt Marge, holding up, a ha- oh, holding up a hand, her tiny bloodshot eyes fixed on Harry's. Go on, boy, go on. Proud of your parents, are you? They go and get themselves killed in a car crash. Drunk, I expect. Mm. They didn't die in a car crash, said Harry. He found himself on his feet. They died in a car crash, you nasty little liar, and left you to be a burden on their decent, hard-working relatives, screamed Aunt Marge, swelling with fury. You're an insolent, ungrateful little... 
but Aunt Marge suddenly stopped speaking. For a moment, it looked as though words had failed her. She seemed to be swelling with inexpressible anger. But the swelling didn't stop. Her great red face started to expand, her tiny eyes bulged, and her mouth stretched too tightly for speech. Next second, several buttons burst from her tweed jacket and pinged off the walls. She was inflating like a monstrous balloon, her stomach bursting free of her tweed waistband, each of her fingers blowing up like a salami. <laughs> Marge! yelled Uncle, Ver Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia together. As Aunt Marge's whole body began to rise off of her chair towards the ceiling, she was entirely round, now looking like a vast buoy with mm -hmm. piggy eyes, and her hands and feet stuck out weirdly as she drifted up into the air, making a, a apoplectic popping mm -hmm. noises. That reminds wow. me of Violet in Willy Wonka. Violet, you're turning oh, violet. Oh, yeah. Up, like a blue bear. Yeah. She's pretty annoying too. So, I mean, it's just funny, like, because if you think about what Hagrid did to Durs or to Dudley, mm -hmm. gave him a pig's tail, and now Aunt Marge is basically like a floating pig. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just don't mess with Harry. Don't mess with Harry. She doesn't know that now. She does. I mean, now she does. But yeah, she but Uncle that. Vernon did not have to say, "Oh, he was unemployed." You know. Yeah, like just continue <laughs> changing the subject. For your own good. Like, they know better. Yeah. Yeah, he tried to stop it too too late. Yeah. No, Vernon shouted as Marge started to lift off the ground. <laughs> Vernon tried to pull her back to the floor, but nearly lifted off the floor himself. Ripper came into action as well, growling and biting Uncle Vernon's ankle. <laughs> Enraged, Harry left the room and approached the cupboard under the stairs. It magically burst open and he pulled his trunk out. He ran up to his room and pulled out his things under from under the floorboards, along with he Hedwig's cage. Harry made his way back to his trunk, kicking it open and filling it with his things. Vernon started yelling at him, telling him to put Marge back in back to normal. Harry yelled back, No, she deserved it. He told Vernon to stay away from him. I'm going. I've had enough, he tells mm. Vernon, and pulls his trunk up and makes his way out of the Dursley's house. Oh. Well, in that moment, I was like, you go, Harry. Yeah. Like, I felt, like, empowered for him. Yeah. But that was rough. I know. Rough Like, dinner. just, oh, my gosh. Yeah. We already know. We already talked about terrible on Marge's. Yeah. But it's just, like, I mean, I see that you have a, a question written down. But I'm wondering, like, is this magic because he's so mad? Like, is he even doing it on purpose? You know, because yeah. it just like the wine glass, I feel like he's not really thinking because he's not yeah. really doing any sort of like saying of spells or anything like that. Yeah. So and it says the um, the cupboard door just swings open, like magically just mm -hmm. bursts open and everything just happens so quickly. It's kind of like magic is being used, but not on purpose yeah. or not even being thought about it. He's kind of just like doing it and not realizing what he's doing. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, I think one thing that they learn throughout their time in Hogwarts is as they learn to control their magic, it also controls, overall controls it, like, within their emotions. Mm -hmm. Because I'm pretty sure, well, I mean, it's it's basically understood that when you're in high emotion, it's harder for you to control that, and then, like, magic comes out. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. It just kind of happens. So do you like do you think he should get in trouble for this? That's a question I mean, for either one. I'm on Harry's side, so yeah. I don't want him to get in trouble, but I just feel like he could say, like, I didn't even realize what was happening yeah. and like I just don't know. Like, I feel like Harry never really explains himself enough. Like, just <laughs> tell <doesn't>. them what <laughs> is going on. Like, just explain, like, what they said, how it happened, what they made of you, like, the image that was created. Like, you went to this school for criminal boys. Like, all of that. I feel like that would justify his actions. Mm-hmm. But I, will he defend himself that way? I don't know. Like, history has proven that he won't. <laughs> yeah. But... At least um, not till the very end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't think he should get in trouble if he explains himself. But if he just kind of lays there and just says, like, just takes it. No, well, you made you did magic. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't really speak up for himself. Then, yeah, I mean, I guess he does. Yeah. You gotta fight for yourself. Yeah. Which he did really well here. He, like, had enough. I mean, they were, re- like, she was really going in on his parents. Yeah. And it's not really fair. They did not die in a car crash. Yeah. That's a secret, Harry. She can't know that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I was going to say that the author knows how to write a horrible character. Someone that she obviously wants the reader to just really hate. And who have we? Like, she was good at writing Gilderoy. Even though he wasn't as, like, like to me, I think Aunt Marge is way worse. But still, when you yeah. read Gilderoy, you're like, oh, my God, I cannot stand him. Like, can he just shut yeah. up? He was more of an annoyance thing. Mm-hmm. It was, like, you don't – I mean, the whole, like, in the um, tunnel? No. Chamber. What word am I looking for? What? The chamber? Chamber. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot the word chamber. Oh, my gosh. The tunnel of secrets. There you go. Rename the second book. <laughs> Oh, it was the tunnel leading to the chamber. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. When he was so, like, terrible and almost basically, like, killed them just to look yeah. like a hero. Yeah. You know, that's kind of when he showed his, showed his true colors. Well, above in his in his office as well mm-hmm. when he was trying to run away. But all before that, you just kind of annoyed with him. But with these characters, like the Dursleys and Aunt oh, Marge, yeah. you hate them. Mm-hmm. They are terrible people mm-hmm. to yeah. the core. Who's worse, Aunt Marge or Uncle Vernon? Aunt Marge. Marge. One hundred percent. Animal cruelty. Yeah. That part is rough. Rough (laughs) to read. I had to like reread it. She talking about an animal? What? Okay. You guys know I love dogs. Yeah, I know. I was just like, oh, this part this part's gonna get Priscilla real good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, do you okay. We don't know much. Because we haven't delved into much details of the book. But mm-hmm. obviously, the title of the book is The Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Any theories on who that could be? Like, do you think we've met this person before? Oh, probably. Um, oh, we know his name is Black. Oh, is that oh, yeah. the same? I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually in the, I quit. the actual description I quit of the book. Is it? Is it? Okay. Well, I, I let me read. Dear God. Okay. No. <laughs> in the ba- yeah, in here it is on yeah. the. Oh, now he has escaped. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I didn't read the description. For twelve long years, the dread fortress of Azkaban held an infamous prisoner named. Is it serious? Yeah, serious black. 
convicted of killing 13 people with a single curse. He was said to be the heir apparent to the Dark Lord Voldemort. Now he was escaped, leaving only two clues as to where he might be headed. Harry Potter's defeat of you-know-who was Black's downfall as well, and the Askman guards heard Black muttering in his sleep. He's at Hogwarts. He's at Hogwarts. Harry Potter isn't safe, not even within the walls of his magical school, surrounded by his friends, because on top of it all, there may well be a traitor in their midst. Why did I never read that? <laughs> I thought you did. I didn't. No, I did not. I just I just dug right in. <laughs> okay. Or jumped right in. Dug right in. Okay. I'm just... So serious. Well, I mean, they told us already. It's okay. I yeah. just failed to read that part. <laughs> but somehow I knew it was important because I mentioned the tv news report yeah 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 so i must have heard the name before well i think that the prisoner of azkaban is serious black <laughs> that's why i think it is <laughs> we've obviously never met this person no. i at least i don't know unless it's once again lord voldemort hidden <laughs> in serious black i'm like dude he never goes away <laughs> i don't really i i don't really have a thought of who it could be mm -hmm. um yeah no i don't although Joni texts us about the ending of the second movie. Mm -hmm. In that ending, they showed a wanted poster for Gilderoy. Does this have anything... Like, are we done with Gilderoy? Does this have anything to do with the prisoner of Azkaban? The same prison? I don't know. I'll just say you will see Gilderoy again. Okay. Interesting. Is that okay, Joni? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was I was thinking I was debating on whether or not I would uh Yeah. Actually answer the question. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going to spoil something. Like I've been on a roll and I don't like it. Ugh. Well, I mean I guess that wasn't really a spoiler. It's literally in the book. I just yeah. didn't read it. I know, but so I, that was my when fault. I read the when we got to the news report part, I remember reading that. I'm like, oh, yeah. So they mentioned him, but that's it. Like right now, we're just hearing it on the I'm surprised television. that there's that much information on the cover. Yeah, they that gave a lot more. So that gave a lot more information than like the UK version. UK version's like yeah. Harry Potter, along with his best friends, Ron, Ron and Hermione, is about to start his third year at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Harry can't wait to go back to school after summer holidays. Who wouldn't if they live with the horrible Dursleys? But when Harry gets to Hogwarts, the atmosphere is tense. There's an escape mass murder on the loose, and the sinister prison guards of Azkaban have been called to guard the school. Yeah, that one's way more vague. Yeah, that so is vague. This vague. one, like, literally tells us who it is <laughs> and that they're looking for Harry. He's at Hogwarts. Like, what? Jeez. All right. Well, I guess I know the book. <laughs> Should just read the last chapter. <laughs> okay. And then I like, so in my head, I put in excitement for a new book. Um, And I had, like, something I wanted to mention with that. I don't remember what that is. And I wrote that today. So oh, maybe I'll come to you. Maybe. I don't know. It's probably just like, I don't know. Um, and then last thing I put down is there any anything like anything you're looking f in, looking forward to or you would like to see in this book, like themes or something or more that you want from the book? Yeah. Or maybe, well, is there something that you want answered and you want answered in this book? I thought that maybe in the second book, it would expand on... Okay, so I really want to know 
what is up with Snape? Like, I, mm-hmm. I have wanted to know that since the beginning. And I thought maybe it would dig, but obviously with their seven books. So like, maybe we'll, uh, I'm sure we will know more. You guys have said that, yes, we will learn more. But I really, I'm intrigued by that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something that will be answered here. Looking at the cover of this book, Janice with Harry. Um, and so I'm wondering, is that relationship developing? They're obviously getting older. Yeah. So, I mean, I've I've seen the one of the movies, so I know Janine and Harry, you know, happen. But I don't know that those are. But mainly, um, just obviously, who is this prisoner? Because it's prisoner of Azkaban. I don't think I've ever met him. But as far as the entire Harry Potter, Harry Potter, if I'm thinking of what I really want to know, is just there's something. There's a story there with Snape, and I really want to know what it is. That's kind of what interests me. But whether I or not, they will touch on it here. Who knows? And I'm sure you guys will not tell me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Snape. She's interested in Snape. Yeah, because Snape, there are moments where his character shows a, like, I don't want to say a weakness, but like, maybe, yeah, maybe a weakness towards Harry mm-hmm. and something. So it's like, what is like he, or is he just like a professor that's just always in a bad mood and he had like something terrible happen to him. So he's just like always hateful to everyone. But it just seems like he doesn't, like Harry is one of those um, people that he just can't stand. And I'm like, you don't even really know this kid. Yeah. So it's something about him triggers something. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It's like Harry triggers something and I kind of want to know why. But then there are times where Snape and Harry are together and he kind of helps Harry, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm interested in Snape. I know that probably has nothing to do with the Prisoner of Azkaban. But if we're just talking generally, that's something I'm interested in. And, of course, I want to know, like, how Ron and Ginny end up together and all that cute stuff. Ron and Ginny? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Harry and I Ginny. didn't even catch that. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Oh gosh, <laughs> Harry and Jenny. How Harry and Jenny end up together. But yeah. So, did we want to add our own what we're looking forward for Priscilla to get into this book, like we did last time? Oh yeah. Ooh, we, you guys lot. should. Oh, what's a word? like we you did last time voices and yeah um, so for trouble like you said rule breaking and voices right yeah oh i i was looking forward to the rule breaking my word was polyjuice okay yeah that's true there's just a lot of words Tony's voice voices right okay so yeah mine was voices and i don't remember oh <laughs> actually I do remember what I was looking forward to, and I don't. So there was oh, this that one Ron part. moment. Yeah, there was a yeah, Ron I moment. I think you left everyone, all the listeners, and us cliffhanger of what Ron and, moment. Well, y'all, I'm there with you because I. Oh, don't that's right. Remember. You did say there's a Ron moment. Yeah. Which I'm going back to your question. I'm always looking forward to Ron moments because Ron Ron is hilarious and I absolutely love him. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to more Ron in this book. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. I didn't like but, Ron. But yeah, in this going book. back. You didn't like Ron in this book? No. I'll mm. tell you that. I did not like Interesting. Him that much. There are parts in this book that I was just like, mm-mm. Yeah, I could see that. How do you feel about Hermione in this book? I think they're both not great in this book. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Though so I, I will say I side. I like Hermione a little bit more 
than Ron in this book, but that could mm. just be a perspective issue. Okay. I don't know. But on the, the side of the Ron moment from Ch- Chamber, I'm truly sorry because <sighs> I've read that book and I'm like, I don't I don't know what I was talking about. Yeah. That's why I was like, are you sure it was Chamber? Maybe it wasn't, but I swear I remember the first time <laughs> I read Chamber, like the first time I finished it, I went back to a part and I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> well, we'll never Wrong. know. Now, yes. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's going to bother me for the rest of my life, too. So. <laughs> so, do we have a word? Do you have a word? Um, There's a lot. I'm going to I'm gonna cop out and I'm going to say mischief managed. <gasps> Wait. Yeah. Is this where we find out what our closing? Like, you guys, if you're listening, you've heard like this is literally season three finally, and I don't know what Laura means <laughs> when she says mischief managed. I just go with it, okay? I just go with it. We we never explained it to her, and me and Jenny were like, oh my god, we're at the book where our closing. Yeah, I think you guys mentioned that it was the third book. And I remember it being like maybe season one. I'm like, oh, that's so far away from now. And here we are. Here we are. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So Joni's is mischief managed. There's so many things. Um, While you're thinking, I am looking, I will say that the thing I'm looking forward to is that the animal antics. Oh, there's a lot. Animal antics. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of animals on this page, on this book. That's true. Hmm. I don't know what I want to give away. Yeah. I chose the easy things. Sorry. <laughs> um. Oh, there's a cat under the tree. <laughs> Wait, is that a cat? No, it looks like a something. Um, This is going to be, this is not going to be like a something you find out in the beginning like last time i think both of our hints were something you can come across toward the beginning-ish of it Joni's is kind of you'll probably get to, you'll get to Joni's before mine um but mine is gonna be you get a second chance Ooh, <laughs> i like that a second chance i like second chances yes who gets a sick a chance? A lot. That of is things. the question. <laughs> mm. Oh, does time like reset? I don't know. Oh man, interesting. <laughs> I like those. I like those. <laughs> Just as ominous as Hagrid's letter to uh, Harry oh, yeah. about his gift. Yes. What Which, by the way, that's something that's about. Maybe they deal with how to deal with monsters in their third year. Third year. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like three, like first and second, like you're still kind of in third year. You've already been there. So maybe they're opening up their magical world to bigger, bigger animals. Things, even though bigger than defeating the Dark Lord. I don't know if you can get that, (laughs) but not everyone did that. So, yes, we'll find out what Hagrid's gift is all about fairly soon. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say a comment on this book. I love all the connections that are made in this book. There's just a lot without – I know that's super vague, but that's what I like. I feel like this book is like the Pandora's box of this series. Yeah. Okay. Wait, isn't this – isn't the third one your favorite, Joni? No. No. But it's, it's up there. Laura's is order, right? Yeah. Mine is order as well. Oh, both of yours is order. Is it still order, okay. Joni? I actually do not know. Me too. So I'm, <laughs> well, Joni finished the book a 
like maybe a month ago. I don't know. And I am about to finish the last chapter. And I'm like, so I was talking to, I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but or maybe I have, but I was talking to Christy, who's one of my friends, mm-hmm. she's a really big Harry Potter fan as well. And I mentioned Order being Laura's favorite. And she was like, what? <laughs> I Because it's such a, she says it's such a, like a summarizing book. Like they just kind of put everything together and like summarize a lot of stuff. And so, and her boyfriend who also re- read the the series said the same. So I just find it interesting that it can, I like the fact that the series can be so different for a lot of people. And then change So I'm you. interested to see. Yeah, yeah, and now you guys are saying, is it, yeah. you know? I, so. I understand when I read it for the first time, I know why I decided that was my first, of my favorite movie, or movie, favorite book. But now, as I've read it a few times already, I'm just like, there is a lot. I, I said that I liked it because there's a lot that goes on there and a lot. But you just read it in the reread, you're just like angry. <laughs> You're you're just mm, you know there's just not a lot of like great things. Yeah, I'm, and so I'm like, this like, doesn't make me feel great. So why? <laughs> why do I like this book? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, if I had to pick a second favorite or a new favorite, it might be um, Prisoner. Nice. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. This is probably the most excited I've been about reading one of the books obviously the first yeah, one really good one um i'm excited to start the whole entire series but the third mm-hmm. i'm excited i've heard good things and i feel like at this point i am you know i've already read two books and i'm like okay let's let's keep it moving yes yeah i will say i feel like the fifth book has a lot of my favorite moments i guess i don't even know if they're my favorite moments but they're moments that i remember really yeah, vividly. Strong in my mind, like vividly in my mind. And there are moments that I think there's a lot of little, a little, a lot of little things that I appreciated from that, from the fifth book, which is probably why I like, well, I know there's a reason, one reason why the fifth one is my favorite is because it is the first one I actually read. Mm-hmm. And it was the one that actually oh. triggered me to go back into the series. So there's that okay. aspect of it. That makes sense. But yeah, it is like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it right yeah. now. I need to digest it. I need to redigest it again. When I guess. we get to that book, I'll tell you why it was. Um, yeah. But I, I just, uh, yeah. Nice. Do we, are we going to do an MVW for this? I feel like there's not a whole lot of wizards going. I mean, I feel like, uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot no. of like wizard interaction, but other than like the. The birthday gifts, which I feel like all of them that sent him something are MBWs for that because yes. that was really nice. Yes. And let's yeah. give props to Harry for standing up to himself. Yeah. Standing up for himself. <laughs> standing up to himself. <laughs> to himself. <laughs> Harry be Harry one on one. Um Yeah, that that's a that's a good point. I think it's important to take that from this portion. He finally did like stand up to the Dursleys and I guess Aunt Marge and like I said when Joni finished up hearts like I feel like I felt empowered for him I'm like yes you go Harry yeah. because like they've just treated him terribly yeah his entire life mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like okay he's just standing up to himself and he leaves God knows where he's gonna go um, yeah but which brings me to a thought that I've always had is like why do they keep and I think I might have brought this up before why do they keep sending him back if they know 
unless he really hasn't said anything about his life is with the Dursleys, mm-hmm. like why would they keep sending him back there? Yeah. Yeah. This literally is the wizard that defeated all of this evil already for you guys and you just send him back to the muggles that treat him yeah. terribly. That's a very frustrating question. It is. And it's like, why can't he stay with like the Weasleys? Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. I will say I'm going to give my MVW to Errol because I'm pretty sure he had to like fly from Egypt. Oh, that's why. That's why he was so tired on top of. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Because, yeah. I don't think they go back to the borough. They didn't say no, that. And in Ron's letter, he's like, it's amazing here in Egypt. So, like, he's presently there while he was writing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one because <laughs> poor little guy is just, you know, he, he needs a little break. He needs to retire. He needs, like, a long extended break. Yeah. Harry does question why Hermione wasn't the one that tried to call him first. Or at least, why didn't Ron ask for advice from Hermione? <laughs> like, hey, how does yeah. telephones work? I think I, it's funny that Ron doesn't know how telephones work. <laughs> In Ron's oh, defense, Harry just threw that on him right when they were leaving. Yeah. They were just like, oh, here's my phone number. Use it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like, you only told Mr. Weasley once how to use a telephone, and probably not the best instructions, clearly. Yeah. Still. I'm sure Mr. Weasley was, like, so intrigued by it, though. Yeah. He's probably yeah. sitting by I the bet. phone. I wonder if he was, like, in their room <laughs> with Ron, and, like, they were all, like, just, like, yeah, like, okay, how are you doing this? Like, do you have to yell really loud, or how does this go? Probably, like, louder is better. Yes, louder is better. Yes, 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 much louder. Okay, but <laughs> they're in Egypt, and... They have to get a telephone somehow. No, I so, so that I don't think they were in Egypt yet because oh, it was okay. like so then, it was like a week after summer break started when he got the phone call, and then okay. after that he didn't hear from anyone for five weeks, and then I think they went to Egypt sometime around then. Yeah, like my mind went to like they had to go to like a public telephone, like someplace asked to use their phone or like a payphone because <laughs> payphones were were used then, <laughs> um, and. <laughs> You just see, like, people just, like, watching this family, like, yell on a phone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We can have a magical moment. We probably all have the same one. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) The one major one. Yeah. Yes. That, uh, yeah, that was a magical moment right there. Yes. I kind of wonder what Aunt Marge is going to think. Yeah. Like, what does she say? (laughs) Yeah, because he just pieces out. He's like, yeah. Someone else will fix uh, this. Nothing is, yeah, nothing is resolved at this moment. And here he just walked out of the Dursley's house. Yeah, he's like, I've had enough. <laughs> Have you read any more? No. Okay. I did not this so time. So we don't know. No. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. I will read this week. So, yeah. And, of course, the new characters, yes. once again, goes to Aunt Marge. Aunt Marge. And we get a mention of this black black also ripper the dog and ripper oh yes ripper the dog yeah i don't know if the book is considered a character but the monster book oh Oh, yeah yes monster what monster book of monsters the monster book of monsters yeah that one is done well in the movie yeah is it yeah that's cool do they have ron's phone call in the movie 
I don't think so. No. no. Probably not. It's probably too ins- insignificant for them to add <laughs> it. It's just been funny for me to watch. <laughs> They're like, Ron moment? Nah. I know. Poor Ron. <laughs> My boy. Okay. All right. Does that bring us to the end of this episode? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a wrap on episode 23, which is the first episode of chapter, wait, book three. <laughs> chapters one and two in book three prisoner of azkaban which i'm excited to read and i hope you guys are excited to reread which would be what like the fifth time for each of you i don't even know i don't know something like that (laughs) i'm actually interested to know if anyone that's listening if you guys have reread the books and if so how many times yeah i feel like that's a question we should uh, open up because i'm interested to know um yeah because I kind of did a reread, not a, I did a reread of the first two chapters of this book, and I'm like, wow, Laura and Joni have done this a lot of times. Because yeah. I read it weeks ago, and then I reread it this weekend to do my notes, and I was like, okay, I I, a lot say, of the parts I yeah. skim through. Yeah, I don't know if like, you guys do that, I skim through like those begin those first two chapters, like especially the first chapter where it's like all recap. It's just like, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, so I can't, I can't scan. I just have to read it. <laughs> that <laughs> is, I, I can see, I can see why Laura. I don't see you as the skimmer. <laughs> no, I can't. I'll skim the first chapter. I sometimes, um, when I, I, I haven't consistently re- re- reread the books in a really, really long time. But I remember sometimes I would just like skip the first book because. Oh yeah, I think we said that before. It's so know. like. Uh, like, it has details, but it doesn't have enough details that you don't need it. Like, once you've read it enough times, you're just like, I know it. Yeah, it's like an introductory. Yeah. Like, introduction. Oh, the first chapter? A, no, the first book overall. Oh, okay. During, like, an entire reread. I haven't done a full reread of all seven books since college. Like, early college. So, mm. but, like, the first time, like, the first book I'll skip sometimes just because, like, it is meant to be a standalone book just in case nobody picked it up for a second. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, we're super excited for this new season, and mm-hmm. we hope that you all as listeners are just as excited to come on a journey with us for the third book. If you haven't already, we do ask that you leave a review and or follow us on whatever platform you are listening on and our social media, Instagram and Facebook at Unveiling the Magic and on our Twitter at Unveiling Magic. So until next time, Mischief Managed. Hey. Bye. Bye, guys. Are you paused? You s- okay. Huh? No. Yeah, quiet. she paused. <laughs> <laughs> I read through these, but I don't know. My brain's just on half speed, I guess. Are we ready? Yes. New book. Okay. One, two, three.